Declaring what's revealed, the glory. Yeah. It's part two. We, we're talking about really what people think they experience and what they're really not experiencing. Just like when you have service, you worship, you pray, all this. What did you really experience? Were you in faith? Was it anointing? Was it the glory? Mm. Or we say glory to God. Do you know what that really means? Most likely not. Because we just say it out of tradition. Glory to God. The presence of God is omnipresent. He is truly everywhere all the time. Yep. But his manifested glory is not. His manifested glory is not everywhere all the time. You have millions of people meeting today in the name of Jesus. And his manifested presence will not be there. You know why? Because we can't discern the glory. As Jacob said, when I awake, I realized the presence of the Lord was in this place. And truly, I missed it. I didn't know it. Meaning that there, what happened is the spirit of Ichabod. Mm -hmm. The spirit is gone. The spirit is gone. The glory of God has left. The glory of God has left. You create the atmosphere. We don't realize that. It's not the music. Mm -mm. You create the atmosphere. That's why when you go into a certain place, it's like, oh, man, this place was dead. I just can't believe it. But wait a minute. God is omnipresent. He's there. But his manifested glory is not there. Mm. So let's talk about a little bit before we get to the foundation of scripture about the three domains of really getting into the glory. The three domains of the supernatural. Do we, do we even know? Because we are supernatural. What are the three main domains of the supernatural? Faith, mm -hmm. anointing, and glory. Mm -hmm. What is faith? We give the biblical response. Faith, faith is the substance of things, things hoped for and the evidence of things, things not seen. seen. Okay, well, what is that? <laughs> this is the deeper part of faith. Faith is the ability... To construct the invisible. Mm -mm -mm. That's what faith is. Go ahead. Faith is the outer courts. Right here. Mm -hmm. Faith is out here. And I'm ready to speak faith-filled words to construct what I can't see. But I do see. That's what I want to construct it. Mm -hmm. That's what's so funny about the word of God. I see but I don't see. I don't see with my natural eyes, but I see. Mm -hmm. So what I see spiritually, I construct, I frame. Now the ministry that God has given, I see. And so I speak what I see. I'm not saying something I'm trying to believe. I'm not confessing because we have confession all wrong. Confession itself is a life statement of your faith. Your life is your confession mm. as a believer. A life statement of your faith. That's confession. Confession is total agreement, one with God. That's confession. <laughs> I'm not just confessing his promises. It means I'm in total agreement with everything that he has said. Mm -hmm. That's confession. Yeah, because his promises are all yes and amen. It all, it's already, already so. That's right. 
is now be it unto me. This is why I speak. I don't speak it to believe. I believe, so therefore I have spoken. I mean, at any point, everybody drove up in here today, you don't think or doubt even in your heart, in your mind, that your car is not out there. That's right. You know that it's out there. Mm -hmm. Just like the chair you said, you knew when you sat down, bent your knee, it was going to hold you up. You didn't have to, Lord, let me have faith to believe that this chair is going to hold me up and my car is out there. You don't... you don't have to have faith for what is already yours. And that's why he said the yes and amen. That's right. You just don't know. Right. You don't, you don't know because what we do, we confess and we don't declare. Mm. There's a difference. We confess. We are the most confessing people Parrot. void of what we've been confessing. Because we don't declare. So go back to faith. It's a tool for us. And in faith... What coexists is your anointing Mm -hmm. in faith, your empowerment and ability Mm -hmm. to do God's will, to speak what is not to be. You are anointed to do that now. You've been empowered. So with your your faith, you're constructing, framing the things that you can't see, but you can see things that you know, but you don't know how you know, Mm -hmm. because they're heavenly divine and heavenly and part it into you. The next step of the framing of the thing that you can't see that you do see is now your anointing that we spoke of. That's part of your faith. And as you go further, and all of this is really the tabernacle, is that you enter into the glory. Now, in, my, in the glory, I don't have to speak anything. No longer am I anointing, don't need it because I'm in the glory. In the glory. I'm in eternity. And when I'm in eternity, I cause those things that's there to be on the earth. There's no ability or nothing that's initiated on my part when I'm in the glory. God himself comes. And everything that pertains to you, he make it right. And the glory. While you're worshiping, while you're praising, Go ahead. God while himself, mm. he is, come James. Mm-hmm. Everything that concerns you and you have put before him, he does it. This is how people go out on the spirit, no laying on the hands. Mm-hmm. Because the glory God himself shows up. The manifested glory. We're not talking about the presence of God. That's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But now he wants to manifest himself. I don't need your reasoning. I don't need your thoughts because he is here. Mm. And whatever you need is here. You just have to declare in the glory. Now, what is the glory? What is the glory? It's the presence of God. Simply put, the presence of God is the glory. The Shekinah is his presence. And that's where you have been originally born to be in, God. Amen. The presence of God. We can't live long outside the presence of God That was our original environment. There you go, Adam. The presence of God God. needing nothing. (laughs) 
needing nothing because you were in you were in everything. Oh, he is. <laughs> this is why when this is why in that presence, this is why he told him to name everything. Right. Mm-hmm. He declared what it is. Everything. He said, now bring forth. Bring forth. And when all he had to do was speak it because he mm-hmm. was, it won't time. It still mm-hmm. was eternity. Mm-hmm. So all he had to do was say it. Adam, say it. You name the mm-hmm. beast of the field. So when Adam starts to frame mm-hmm. with his faith, what he calls, because he has the anointing in his faith, he causes what is not to be there to set it into time. The words that he speaks in faith, the same year, faith is the substance of things hoped for, and that's true. Mm. But the evidence of things not seen, it has to be brought in from eternity into time. And to do that, you frame it in your faith, and you set it into, this is how you're seeing, really, the threefold, you're seeing God himself, mm-hmm. the present, past, and future. future. I am the omega and the alpha. I'm the beginning and the end. You now have placed the thing that you've spoken that you don't see to be here now. And has already been here because it puts it in the past. And he requires that which is past. To repeat itself. You are living in, when you're in the presence of God, in the tabernacle. The tabernacle is the meeting place of worship. Why you ain't worshiping? And you can take that every place because you are what? The temple now mm-hmm. of God. You are where mm-hmm. the Shekinah came in mm-hmm. in the glory. And it said that the ministers, because of that Shekinah, it was right. so if they could not even minister, they couldn't even stand. Right. Now that was just, that, they had to build that. He didn't come inside and live inside of you now. The holy place is now within you. Because eternity now, he said, has been placed where? In your heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the tabernacle. Oh, you can have the glory right here, wherever you go. The meeting place, the ta- tabernacle Good where God. he comes to dwell. Ooh. And you determine whether he's welcome or not. You determine through your rituals or go. your traditions. There you go. Or your relationship, whether he's welcome Bingo. or not. And so the word of God says, oh, lift up your hands, all you people. And it says, oh, shout with the voice of triumph. He commands you and tells you how to worship. And when you resist his command of worship, you say that he's not welcome in the tabernacle. Well, he so you create that atmosphere to where his manifested presence will not be there. But we think it is. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're screaming. The music going. People running around. And only his presence, his omnipresent, which is everywhere, is there. But his manifested presence which we now cannot see many miracles, don't see people being delivered because his manifested presence has not come. You have created an atmosphere of Ichabod. His presence, his manifested presence has left. Now that's where I would say that the fake anointing, that canopy that Satan brings in, that he does now. This is what happens in the church. We can't discern that Mm -hmm. that is the Holy Spirit versus another spirit in the church. That's right. So he's a counterfeit too. But we think it's the anointing. Well, we work with him mm-hmm. as we yep. create because you are responsible for inviting him in the tabernacle. You are. And it's so you create 
the atmosphere. Your spirit remembers and your spirit repeats the atmosphere. Mm. And when you came last week, you come again, oh. and you say, man, it was just, you know, loud in here. And now, I mean, I really don't feel the presence of the Lord. Your spirit received it as your will, and it duplicates that again for your next atmosphere. So when you say, I think I was saying to one of the ladies, I said, when you say, uh, I think I'm maybe telling Fee, I don't know who I was telling, about me being busy or her being busy. You keep saying something, that's your confession, and sometimes you take it to your, your declaration. And declaration means this, you bring it forth, and you intensely and aggressively claim it as your possession. That's declaration. You make it known that this is mine. You declare it. So this is why when we don't declare it in the glory, he leaves and you don't catch it because you can't discern the atmosphere. You don't discern that this is the time to now speak into the atmosphere. And you should have what you say, not confess, but declare in the glory. And you have nothing because you ain't said nothing. See, what has to happen is that it, it leaves the earth because the word has to be claimed by a believer. Go ahead. It leaves the earth because you don't claim it. What we're doing, we're still doing church, people. Yep. We're not doing relationship. We're not doing the word of God. We're, we're, we're doing church. And God's calling us to a place of, of true relationship. True, relation, true trust. So let's, let's talk about getting to our foundation scripture here. And it is uh, Revelation 4, 1 through 2. And before Al gets there, it's actually the outline of this book. Really talk about things seen things which are and things which will take place. Dealing with John, mm -hmm. the outline really of the entirety of Revelation is that there are things seen, things which are, and things which will take place. Mm -hmm. All right? Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven. And the same voice I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, come up here, and I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly I was in the spirit mm. and I saw a throne in heaven and someone sitting on it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I will read it one more time. Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven mm. and the same voice I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, come up here and I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly, I was in the spirit of God. Instant. I was in the spirit. And I saw one sitting on the throne. What is this all about? This is deep. When I say this is deep, that we, don't have the, we don't hear these types of message. You're hearing a message that you're coming out, a feel-good message. What's going on at your house? You know what's going on at your house. You know what you need to do to improve what's going on at your house. <laughs> you right. just need to do it. That's right. But why are we still coming to church wanting to hear a feel-good-to-my-flesh message and still doing nothing to correct naturally what you can do? Because and hearing no spiritual messages to correct the spirit of man, which man is a spirit, then that will correct the whole of man. There you go. Because we're used to soulless messages. Amen. It's preaching to my soul how I feel, my emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So where we at here, John... John had had quite a few sequence of visions. He had visions uh, in reference to writing letters to the church, to the seven churches. 
And so John is, he's receiving revelation for who the Father is. Mm -hmm. He's receiving a word to give to the church about their condition, about their sinful ways and judgment. This is a threefold, Mm -hmm. really, vision that he was given. I'm going back to chapter one and two and three before you get to four. Because it leads up and says, then I look. So Mm -hmm. something happened before I look, right? That's right. So what happened before he looked? Mm -hmm. What happened before he looked was he was given instruction to give to the church to correct their ways and how they were doing. They adulterous relationship and and how they had turned their back on God. He was getting them to, to return back to their first love. And this is what the church is doing. The church is doing everything else within the church. They're doing everything else but the work of God. That's right. And we're calling it, you know, kingdom work. We're calling it kingdom work. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. And so he's getting John to write to the church. He said, I see all what you, all what good you're doing. I see that. You're feeding, you know, the hungry. Mm -hmm. And and I I see that you you are giving to the poor. He said, I see all what you're doing. You're concerned about the false prophets that's coming to the church. I see all the good what you're doing, but I have this against you. Mm -hmm. He said it to each church. I have this against you. And that church, I, you did good here, but I have this against you. That's right. All seven of them. So that means we need to look at our, our church. What's going on? We, we're doing this, but what does God have against us mm. that we're not doing? That is so good. Is it that some people are simply just doing church mm-hmm. and not God? Not the kingdom of God? This is why my people, this is why my people have turned their backs on me. And they're seeking things of the world instead of me. Is this why? He said, I'm coming to judge. This is why he's he's giving this to John. Mm. So this is a threefold. He wanted John to see and understand who the Father, God the Father is. And Jesus, the whole Trinity. He he wanted him to understand that first. Mm -hmm. Then I want you to write to the churches to correct their ways and turn back to me. He said, then the, the third fold part of this is that I want to show you what is to come after the course of the church is over. I want to talk to you about the rapture. And we're not going to go deep into the rapture because, again, you have churches that disagree, pre, pre post, mid, you know, mid, post. Uh, just be ready. Amen. How about that? Just be ready. Just have your <laughs> hand on the plow. So he says, then as I look, he didn't look with his natural eye. He perceived. He perceived Mm -hmm. in the spirit what he couldn't see in his natural eye. And he didn't know how. Mm -hmm. But he knew he was seeing in heaven. He said, I saw a door standing open in heaven. So that means that there was a door already open. He said he saw a door standing open. Mm -hmm. He said, not the door open, the door standing open. Mm. So the door was ajar, open. It was open. It was ready for you to, to get access into the eternity Come on. and to glory and to heaven. The door was open. Again, in our coming together, our gathering, there is a door that's open, but you don't perceive. He said, then I look, I perceive that a door was standing open. He said it was standing open like the entire sky as an open window. He said, now, I heard the same voice that I heard before. I heard the son of man Mm -hmm. and his voice 
sounded like a blast of a trumpet. He said his voice, see that we can't hear, his voice sounded like, he said, a blast Mm -hmm. of a trumpet. It, It was compelling. His voice sound compelling. His voice sound authoritative. His voice was empowering. <laughs> I heard that voice. I didn't just hear the voice of God. He, he compared to a voice of a trumpet blast. He said it was a powerful, dominating, compelling, and victorious voice that I heard. He said, and the voice said to me, Come up here. Can you imagine while you're worshiping? Mm. Ah. While you're worshiping, you, you hear this empowering, compelling, authoritative, dominating voice of victory. It says, come up here. That voice is saying, come up to your higher nature of living. Mm. He said, now, now the door, the window, the access to eternity is available for you. To hear my voice. He said come up here. And I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly. I was in the spirit. And I saw one sitting on the throne. This is what this man saw. No debate. No wait a minute. No. Instantly I was in the spirit. He didn't say anything about feeling. No. I didn't feel like. You know quite like this was God. But he said I, I heard. A blast of a trumpet voice. Yeah. It was commanded and that he obeyed. commanded him. It was a dominated. It and dominated. It dominated mm-hmm. the senses of the man. Mm-hmm. It knocked him right out of the natural, out of his body, mm-hmm. into the glory room. But go ahead. As you do a deeper study, you're not sure whether John was like Enoch or not. Mm-hmm. Whether it was a temporary rapture for him, or was he in the body or out the body? Mm-hmm. Because Paul talks about that. He said, I don't know whether I was in the body or out the body when I had this experience. But I was taken to the third heaven. And he He was. And he he was was. taken to the third heaven. That's right. But what I'm I'm thinking Mm -hmm. is that because he knew he was still on earth, but he he couldn't discern which, how, or whatever that door, that that entrance to where he went. Mm -hmm. But he couldn't couldn't discern that. But he knew, hold on, he knew he was in the third heaven. That's where God is. That's where his presence Mm -hmm. is. So just break that down a little bit. After these things, I look. He perceived the revelation of God the Father sitting on the throne. That's what he perceived. Revelation. The revelation <laughs> of God the Father sitting on the throne. And sitting itself means to be in position. Go ahead. He said, I saw God the Father, the King, actively reigning. I saw him executing. That's good. His heavenly administrative office from his throne. Because he's an eternity. <laughs> he was an eternity. So he saw it. That's why he could see what was the things that were going to happen yes. that we're living out right now. Yes. So he, go ahead. <laughs> he saw. Mm. He said, I mm. could see one sitting on the throne. And on that throne, I could see him actively administrating his heavenly office. Be, I mean, executing the promises. I saw him Jesus. reigning, doing that from my position where I was at. He said, and he was administrating all the affairs of his, his creation. Every promises for us. He was administrating. He was bringing it to pass. Working it all out. He said, I saw that. John said, I saw that. Mm. I was privy to that information. Mm. And Paul has said that mm. 
he had saw so many great things he couldn't even speak of because mm-hmm. he didn't write Revelation, but John That's right. did. That's right. Go ahead. And so many, uh, like John and also Stephen, who even got stoned, yep. he had an experience, too, with seeing the glory. Mm-hmm. He saw heaven open up. What kind of people are these that they're able to see, perceive, not see with the natural eye, but perceive heaven being opened up over them? So we talked about the voice that uh, sounded like the trumpet, and he said, come up here. And we talked about the higher nature of learning. So immediately I was in the spirit. Being in the spirit is this, that you don't determine, and you can't put yourself in the spirit. This is what we try to do. We try to work ourselves up to be in the spirit. So you work (laughs) yourself up to how many times you're clapping and all the songs and how loud you sound and all these different words you want to use. You work yourself, stir yourself up in the spirit. And this is why he said the flesh profit little. Probably a little bit, but it, it, it doesn't get you there. You can't get yourself in the spirit. You really have to be from it, but go ahead. What has to happen here yeah. is that this is a sovereign act initiated by God himself. Mm. It's a sovereign act initiated by God himself. So you have to be living a consecrated, separated life for God. Mm-hmm. Why can't I hear God talking? Why doesn't he talk to me? Are you obeying the word of God? Are you living a consecrated life separated from this world and not your feelings? That would be a good start. But we think we're hearing from him, though. We said, thus said the Lord. I was just curious. Uh, Did he time really we, say? We say, and I've had people, I've heard God say this and that, and I'm sitting there looking like, how come he didn't tell you to go over there mm-hmm. and apologize? Hold on, not only that, Pastor. How come he took you up in the third heaven? Yeah. Some some said they have. We they, heard they, a couple people say that. Sure but he won't take you to your wallet to give him his ten percent mm. of his time. That's tithing. what I want to know. How come he's not telling you that? I want to know. I just want to know. I want to know. <laughs> James, <laughs> James come on. Somebody, hearing, somebody talk to me. I'm hearing. He be, he be talking to you, but he won't tell you <laughs> that you're robbing from me. Like you don't know that's what you're doing. And we can hear God and for stuff for other people's lives, but not our own. How can that be? I want to know. Can somebody help me out today? Can somebody help me? How come I can get somebody direction and how to do this and how to do that, but I won't even pray? Or I won't even pick up my word? How can, how can, oh, that must be tradition. No, y'all wise, y'all knowing. You have exalted yourself as the most high God. People give you a word. Mm-hmm. But that word is still for you first. <laughs> yeah. yes. yes, 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 yes. I'm yes. just saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, Fee. Fee has a question. Okay. Um, so when you're walking in disobedience, you should still hear the correction and the truth. What the Holy Spirit does? What is the job of the Holy Spirit? He convicts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. right. Holy Spirit convicts. Yeah, yeah. He don't yeah. tell you don't do it. He brings that conviction. You know, I should have. I shouldn't have talked that way. Yeah. Right? Let while you're still disobeying. Go. Yeah, while I'm still disobeying. Mm-hmm. See, Holy Spirit does not, he, he's not going to overtake you and make you do something you want. He brings conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still doing it while you've been disobedient. That yep. you are, you like go. you don't know you've been disobedient. But yeah, he reminds like I don't you know how I said much he loves you. You sure can. Yes, you will. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, whether you choose to obey is a difference. 
just like you can turn your radio station. I don't want to hear that. You can do the same thing with him. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear I'm supposed to give. I don't want to hear that. I'm turn it off and do my own thing. Because your flesh has its own mind. And what it does, it overtakes you. And now your spirit ain't going to sit up there. The two are at war anyway. That's right. You know you should give. You shouldn't. Yeah, you should. No, you shouldn't. You know that's happening. It's mine. I do what I want. You know what the Bible says? You can't go. You can't. Go beyond the Bible. The Bible said, as a man has purpose in his heart. Mm -hmm. So what you give is what you've already purposed in your heart. Wow. So you, who, who lying? But it's not just that with giving. It's with love. It's the same thing. You know what? I, I used to get Go so ahead. upset. And Pastor, we both did. Well, you can relate to this feeling. It's like a kid when they're doing, they doing right, but my other sibling keep doing stuff wrong. Mm. Why we always got to get in trouble? Or why we always why got we to all, hear that same thing that why she can't get it right? I just wish, can't, can't you take her in another room and talk to her? <laughs> no. Because she still needs to be in the same room with you and see how it's supposed to be done. He or she. So, yeah, you still have to hear it, Fee. Well, others are not doing, even if you're doing it, mm -hmm. and vice versa. Because I was one of those people that I was tired of hearing people ain't tired. And I'm like, well, we ain't tired. Why you I got to keep hearing oh that? Oh, my goodness. Because you or she or somebody's not. I'm loving. Why we got to keep having these meetings? I mean, we're doing what we're supposed to do as leaders. Why do we keep having to hear it? Because you're siblings. <laughs> and guess why? Because you're the body. Amen. You're Amen. the body. Amen. And when that foot don't want to walk to do the purpose, the rest of me can't get there. I yeah. need my, come on, right. I need foot you to get moving. The other foot ain't just staying there. It's got to move, too. All right. All right. So we're, we're, we're on immediately. I was in the spirit, right? Yep. Get it back. So what, <laughs> what, what happened here to John was a, a, a sense that he was raptured. He was mm, caught up. That's so good. He was caught up. It's really good. All bodily actions and senses were suspended for a time. Just let that marinate. That's real good. All bodily actions and senses were suspended for a time period. That means all how you feel, mm. what you think, all your reasoning was suspended. They were inoperable. So sin but consciousness was not there. That's right. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. mm. And his spirit was possessed by the spirit of prophecy <laughs> and under divine influence. Good God. That just make you want to do a, a kick. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to read that myself. And then when Dang. he said immediately I was in the spirit, what was happening to John? All his bodily actions and senses were suspended for a period of time. And his spirit was possessed mm. with the spirit of prophecy and under divine influence. So Jesus which is the spirit of prophecy. Okay. Right. Go here. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. And so you are mm. no longer under the influence of your flesh, Ooh. but you are under Ooh. divine influence. Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, oh, oh my. You can go somewhere. Uh, that yeah, that'll be another teaching. Yeah, it will. In the spirit. I would be another mm. teaching. So that we, we're talking about declaring in the glory. So when you're in that position to where, and you can create this yourself, yes. you can't put yourself in the spirit. But you can prepare yourself to be put in the spirit. Amen. Amen. It's always good to clap. Amen. It, Amen. You cannot put, you cannot decide, I'm going in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Immediately, I'm going, I'm going in the spirit. spirit. <laughs> now, what happens is that God himself have to initiate that. 
And he does that according to how you're living and how much you've been a yielded vessel to be able to carry what he's going to impart into you. So, so wouldn't that be that his desire is that you would be in his presence? This is why Most he died. Definitely. This is why he died. Most to reconcile definitely. you back into that relationship. Mm-hmm. And to that relationship. This is what he really desires. Amen. Our supporting scripture here, Genesis 1, 1 through 3. And Al's going to read that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Sound like a very simple scripture. We've all heard Mm -mm. that, right? Mm Mm-mm. But this is how you need to understand when the spirit moves or knowing the importance of the spirit moving, not you moving, but the spirit of God moving upon you. Okay, so I'm just starting. And the earth was without form. You were born from the earth, right? And you had no form. That's right. Sound like the earth, don't you? Mm-hmm. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. The earth without form, meaning the earth was in confusion and was total emptiness. Or the Hebrew word for that is tohu. Yeah, catastrophic. Mm-hmm. That was a state. Mm-hmm. Chaos. So you were born out of Mm. chaos, confusion, emptiness. You were formed in no form. Sin. Mm. I want you to marinate on that just for a little bit. You compared to the earth. This is most of our life. Without Holy Spirit, you're in total chaos. And I did a teaching that if you are not saved. Mm. Sealed with the Holy Spirit, you are insane. Mm. You're insane. Your your most intelligent thought is stupid. Mm. Go ahead. You're insane. (laughs) That's the word of God. You're insane. If you don't have the mind Mind of of Christ, Christ. he said, this is why I give you peace, my shah shalom. He said, that's what I leave with you. Mm. And then I give you a sound mind. Mm. So if he has to give us a sound mind, that means that your mind is and sang without him. Yeah. And, and it, it, the scary thing about it, when a person's insane, they don't know they're insane. They sure don't. And you think what you're saying and doing is right. That's an insane person. Mm-hmm. But having the mind of Christ allow you to be balanced in your thoughts and your action and also in your decision making. That's really good. But we have a lot of insane Christians mm. preaching, teaching, Ooh. prophesying. Mm. And the apostleship role without the mind of Christ. And their people reflect that same image because that's the type of anointing they're under. Chaos, confusion, mm. without form, emptiness. Still trying to find something in the world to supplement that void that you have. And sometimes people get so busy about ministry, they're not Doing the kingdom of God. Mm, go ahead. Empty. <laughs> you're just empty. You're here. You're there. You're at every meeting. Everyone. So people see you faithful and dedicated. You're just an awesome person. No, you're just busy in the way. Mm. Can we just get you to really, really 
Focus and advance yeah. the kingdom of God. Amen. You keep straightening up the chairs, the chairs are already straightened up. Mm-mm. Keep vacuuming the floor, somebody just did it. You are just all over the place. Mm-mm. We need you to focus. We need you to be on assignment. What is your assignment? What is your call? What is your assignment? And no person really mm-hmm. can tell you your assignment. So can't. No person can tell you no your assignment. That's right. you, you, you know why? Mm, go ahead. Because God has this assignment for you. He didn't delegate. Let me, let me tell Star, the Tara Hodge, what his assignment is. How you don't know, you came for, for your job, you applied for. Mm-hmm. You applied for. When you, came to, when you came to Christ, he gave you your assignment. You just wasn't clear about it. There you go. But it was given to you when you said, I believe. Mm. And you immediately entered the kingdom of God with an assignment. But most people just enter in and stay right where they're at. Yeah, and I they don't a, mature. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing when it comes to the body of Christ. They should be maturing. Yes. He said, when I was a child, I thought I was a child, I did mm-hmm. like a child, but now I'm full grown. I can have meat now. I right. can take it that you stepped yeah. on my toe yeah. and you looked at me. You said something wrong. Yeah. I can take that now because yes. I understand I have love in me. Amen. But go ahead. But we got to be careful when it comes to people speaking your kingdom assignment. Man, don't do that. Because I had it uh, spoken over me and uh, you, you called to be evangelist. And, and so right away, I'm, you know, Melvin? getting myself ready to do that. <laughs> right, right. Melvin. You don't even like to travel. I don't like to travel. So that had to be wrong. I don't know why I ran with that. That's what I'm saying. Evangelist. Because, and the, <laughs> because you was in tradition too. That was true. You see the past. That That's was right. true. That's exactly why. And so I, I went. I started to do all what was necessary for evangelists, or reading it all up, so I can perfect in that office. And but you I do so love right. the fact that uh, what was asked was just a question that was posed by by a former pastor. He said, uh, "Do you know what you've been called to do?" Yep. And I went back to what you know, evangelist. I said, "No." Mm-mm. Then I what, what I asked myself. I said, "Well." What are you, not what are you good at with your natural skills, but what, what, where's your passion? There you go. <laughs> where's your passion? Because if I find your passion, passion. Your purpose. I'll find your purpose. Amen. And I'll truly find you. Mm. Good God. See, because people are not in places where their passion is. That's right. And when you're in a place where your passion is not, you're going to hurt, and you're going to destroy people, and you're going to send them the wrong way because you don't have a passion for it. Passion calls you to push yourself beyond how you feel, what it looks like, whether you're tired. It doesn't matter because passion will continue to push you and push you and push you and push you. And I get up and I, and I say this now because it's what pushes me now. And I'm like, Lord, I said, I'm so tired. And my body keep, you know, being attacked. And I, I mean, for real, you call me to do this. It, but my passion to teach mm. pushes me. And, it, and then it's, your passion strengthens you. Amen. Go, Cause that's where your anointing is. Jesus, Pastor, right there. come your on now. Your anointing is right there. And what we do, we my thing is, I, I, I know that's right because <laughs> I used to be out physically. I went, I did Botech, did carpentry. I'm out building houses. We can see that, that won't that won't what I was supposed to do. I'm out there, stuff dropping on me. I'm falling off the roofs and all this stuff. But my passion was design, and not knowing that my passion was art that I was supposed to design on the computer, not be mm-hmm. out building them. Yeah. See, I still had that passion, but it still wasn't focused in the right area. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be out there. I'm supposed to be in here doing it. 
See, so, but you got to know, and the same thing, and your anointing, see, my gifting made room for wherever I was supposed to be. Yeah. And you, you don't have to, nobody, where I was at before, never called me pastor. Mm -hmm. Never called you pastor. But in my whole life experience has been, has been training and, and mentoring and forming me into a pastor. Yeah. That's it. You don't Amen. just become the NFL uh, Super Bowl winner two months ago. Yes. This has been grooming you all your life. That's right. Because of your experiences Amen. and how you love. Amen. You cannot be a pastor if you don't love. My Lord. It's going to be hard being a husband if you don't love. That's right. Because you are the shepherd of your home. Mm, glory to God. You got to know you. And no one decreed it. It's that when things started happening, people started calling me that. And I'm like, oh, I never right. saw me that. Right. That was never. Not one time was ever decreed over me. That's what I was. Toward the mm -hmm. end, that's what was happening. It, it makes room. Yeah, I'm just going to say, hey, how you doing, Pastor? Oh, Pastor. Right, yeah. So it's it's who you are. You have to know and you got to be attentive and look at your natural skills. Yeah. Look at your natural ability. It what all, is that? It all fits in so perfect because what will happen is that it, it will be your natural abilities because uh, for me, uh, my degree is in communication <laughs> and also counseling. So that's what you do, you know, with people, you're counseling. You definitely have to be a good communicator. So it all ties in to... Being a teacher, I, I, my whole thing is that I want people to get it, and when they don't, that is my frustration. <laughs> and I'm sure that is a frustration of every teacher, that teacher. because that's their goal. They, they want the, their students mm -hmm. to pass the test. They don't want them to fail. They want them to get it. Yeah. And so, uh, glory to God on that. Um, the Spirit of God moved. The, the immediate agent of the Spirit brings higher order of living. The immediate agent of the Spirit brings higher order of living. Order. It causes you to be in the atmosphere of higher living, mm. and it's in order. My God. It's in order. It's not that your higher living is your clothes, your car, isn't that, and then you're still, you're still frustrated, you're yep. still upset, you're still depressed, you're still all out of it, can't seem, still got disorder and disarray life because you have been called up to or accept the call of a higher living at that order That's good. in your life. Oh, that is excellent. Amen. Mm, amen. And when you accept that higher order of calling, now what happens is that God starts to speak to you and appoint you and declare your existence in the kingdom of God. And when God declares your existence in the kingdom of God, hell knows that. That's right. And so you're able to pray effectively. Mm. You're able to cast out demons and not for them to ask you, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who in the heck are you? Mm. Because now you have been declared <laughs> in the kingdom of God. So it's a declaration in heaven in hell of your position being in the higher order. Amen. Amen. You, you're not being seen now in the lower nature. Mm -hmm. You said the key word accept. Mm -hmm. You have to accept that, mm -hmm. that call. And what happens is we come in, but we never accept. That's right. We never accept that call. Then somebody can put you in another position that you're really not called to do. That's right. Because you haven't accepted your call. Amen. Mm. That has to be revealed from God. But go ahead. <laughs> it's funny with that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, man. <laughs> so really, what, what happened to man? So when we, why aren't we in our original environment? Our original environment is the presence of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's so easy for us. To live any kind of way and still say that we're a child of God. Go ahead. Any kind of way. 
any kind of way. Because when you're not in the presence, because none of that can come into the presence of God. Mm -mm. Like, this is why you got the people all on the outer courts saying, Jesus is good. You're my Lord. You mm -hmm. reign forever. Mm. Saying all that in the outer courts. The but you can't take that in the inner courts because it would destroy you. You would die. Well, you definitely can't go into the Holy of Holies. Amen. So what happened to man is that man has fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. Right there. But God gave man the net next best thing, his anointing. Mm. And his anointing, it convicts us of sin. It makes you alive in his presence. You ain't all just bored. I'm bored with God. Who gets bored with God? Ooh. You just had enough. If you read one more scripture, I'm just going to walk out. I say you're not connected. Play one more song. I mean, isn't mm -hmm. it time to You can't love over? him then. You can't love him. Go back to you desire what is it any point that Jesus ever desired not to be in the presence of God or to study. Right, right. So we have fallen short of the glory of God because of the fall of Adam. So but he have given us the next best thing, his anointing. Mm. His anointing causes you to want to be in his presence. Amen. His anointing causes you to be righteous. It causes you Jesus. to be conformed to his image. He has anointed you. So there's no way that you're saying, I can't do this. This is too hard. How do you do it? You don't have to worry about how. You don't have to worry about when. Because you've been anointed, anointed. appointed, called to be conformed to the image of Christ. Divinely enabled. You don't need no instruction. You don't need no uh, foundation class. How do, I, you know, how do I become like Christ? The anointing on you causes you to conform to the image of Christ mm. and to live his ways. It empowers you to say no to what you would normally say yes to. Uh-huh. Yes. It empowers you. You come <laughs> with the power, the ability to say no to, say no to mm. what you always said yes to. Uh, what you always said yes to. God has made man to live in his glory. And we, are, we need to really perceive that. Amen. We talked about faith. And so now what we're going to really uh, kind of get down to is that speaking it, declaring it. <laughs> so speech was originally designed for response. Go ahead. We talked about it last time. Speech was designed for response. And God said, let there be light. And matter responded. So you're created, the words that you speak, to have a response. But because we're Outside of the glory of God, okay. there's no response to your words. In church all day long, doing revivals, going on fast. We're doing all these things. We're too long. We've been too long in the presence of God. But what we're missing out is his manifested presence. That's why it seems like it's long. Mm -hmm. There's no time and you're there's in eternity. No, time, no space in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. What we have been accustomed to or been educated our foundation of our teaching in the word of God has been founded on educating your soul. And what has not been educated is your spirit. Your feelings and your so-called intellect has been educated. But what has not been educated is your spirit. Amen. So your spirit is still immature when it comes to the things of God. It doesn't, it's, not, it's not conditioned to respond because it doesn't have ascendancy. Mm. What has ascendancy is your soul. Mm -hmm. Because the church has taught you when to give. Mm, mm, mm. It's a response. The church has educated you when to clap. 
This is go. the right time to clap. Right now. Mm -hmm. And so when one person do it, this must be the right time. Everybody else clap. Do it. Or or maybe there's a certain song. See, you've been you've been your soul has been educated to respond to God in a certain way in a certain time. Instead of I just respond to him when I hear his word. Amen. I'm not waiting on a traditional educated response which which was born on my foundation as a Christian. Amen. So this is what happens that you wait until there's a a time for the, the offering. You call for offering. So this is, must be the time to give. So we start giving. Or not. Mm -hmm. But this is the time. See, it's a set time. We have established a set time, James, to pass the collection plate. And you know what? Because of these set times, the soul of you Go ahead. have a set time to respond to those set times. Mm. Mm. And I have set mm. myself not to respond to that. <laughs> I know it's getting ready. Okay, it's, it's 1.15. They're probably going to end at 1.30. That's normal time, maybe 20 minutes to 2. And then they're going to do a, a call for offering, call for the altar call, prayer. And so what your soul has done is set a time, a reminder alert for you <laughs> to say, I'm not coming up for prayer. Mm, go ahead. I'm going to give probably about $10 in offering. You, we decide to do these things because you've been educated, your soul, Dave, been educated when to respond. Change it. It's a certain time. That's what I told feet. In the time to clap, it's always because you know what? Tradition have you set in a certain time to clap. Oh, during the service, we can't clap. It's always appropriate to praise God. Amen. It's always appropriate to come up here and walk in and, and, and come to the altar right in the middle of service. Yeah, come to care. the altar. That's what it's Come for. while you can, as old folks say. There you go. And and some people, and some people who are mature, if they they understand uh, giving and they understand yeah. reaping and so on, they they just walk right up. Ain't nobody got to. Why we mature? Yes. It's any appropriate time. It's always the, a, all I know is the Bible says mm -hmm. that you purpose. Yes. In your heart. Yes. Yes. Already, you can't go mm -hmm. against the word of God because that's what it said. That you have already done. And you know what, Pastor? I used to always look strange. And, and, and James probably a witness there, too. He's <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah, been, he been, he been there my, my years of just hand up to church. And all right. For God's glory. Underneath the chair. <laughs> yep, there you go, Jay. There you go. <laughs> and it wouldn't have to be a time to with music going on. I, it hit God. The word, this, my spirit, so the spirit, good. it hit. I'm going to I'm gonna scream, I'm going to come up right at you, and you better say it, preach it. And it's because it's to my spirit, and I'm pulling on the anointing. People didn't get it. They thought it was church. It was nothing church about my move when I was, I was dealing with God and he was talking to me. I'm pulling from the man, a woman Amen. of God. I need what you have. You're supposed to be before the throne of God, and this is why I've come to That's hear right. a word from God. Amen. And you know, y'all have never seen us. We are the worst. Me and Mel together are the worst in church if it's the word coming forth. Because we're going to respond. Yeah. I'm going to respond. I, it's going to be hard for me. I know I look the same sitting down and standing up. But it's the, I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. When the word comes forth, she know me. <laughs> you got to joke about it. That's it. I can't do nothing about it. That's it. But when, when the word comes forth, it's just good. There's a reaction that, that my spirit... Okay, when you have some good food, you be like, mm, that food good. Mm -hmm. So when I'm feeding my spirit, it's good too. It's nourishment 
to my body, to my spirit, I'm going to respond. Right, this is the time. We got about 10 got minutes. 10 so. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> your manifestation depends on your response to the glory. Go ahead. Say it again. Your manifestation depends on your response to the glory. So if you can't discern, first of all, his manifested presence, you definitely can't receive or respond to it. I want to just talk briefly about some few examples of uh, manifestation, actually, of the glory in my life. And um, at one point, I, I had some fibroid tumors, and it was some years back. And uh, I had to have surgery, and uh, they thought they had to cut me and all this other stuff. And I was like, I don't want to be cut. You sure do. And um, I was going to go up for prayer, but I had received my healing before I got up. It was a Saturday. Yep, it was a Saturday prayer. Mm -hmm. And I, I got up. But when I got up, James, I could see. I saw the tumors. I saw, I saw a colored x-ray mm -hmm. of my organ. Mm -hmm. And then I spoke into, didn't realize then that I was declaring in the glory. Because nobody had taught on really declaring in the glory no, and how no. to dis discern the glory. Confession. And so I actually saw a colored x-ray of my inside. And I said, I don't want to because I want them to shrink. And so then I saw, so I spoke, I framed the invisible, what was not to be, mm -hmm. to actually come to pass. And I could see them shrinking. And, and as I'm going up for prayer, I'm telling you, I went out because it was already done. Boom, I couldn't floor. even receive because the Shekinah, the weight, the kabod of God's glory, nothing had to, no word had to be spoken to me or no anything. They did long story short. When I went to the doctor, they didn't have to cut me. Right. They just went in and it, that was it. Yep. And it was beautiful. No pain. I didn't have to stay in. I, you know, extended time anything because they didn't have to cut me. But it was something I saw in the glory. And this and the second thing was that um, about four years ago, I uh, was this was out nowhere. I came from nowhere, and um, I was laying in bed, and for real, I didn't know whether I was dreaming or not, or whether it was a vision because I was just laying there, and I saw an X-ray. And knowing for me, it's not no. I always tell Pastor, I said, I don't, I don't dream a lot. God kind of just talked to me. It's easy how to talk to me. He said, No, you have visions. Is this too. the birth thing? Yep. Yeah. And um, I saw an X-ray, and it was the X-ray. It was uh, the left side of my breast. What? That's what zoomed in. So I started to just pray. I just sat up in bed and I just started to pray on myself, coming against, you know, whatever uh, was, I guess, trying to happen. Mm -hmm. And then I had to, it was so ironic that I had a notice to it was time to do my mammogram. I go and get my, so first I'm kind of, you know, a little fearful because of the, what I, the vision stuff I had. But then I was like, no, I believe God, because you already showed me what is to happen. And so when I get there, they do the x-ray. Then I go put my clothes back on. Then she tell me, come back out. She said, I, need, I just need to take a picture of your left side again. Left side. Yep. I need to take a picture of your left side again. So, again, this is the, now the enemy saying, he trying to speak to me now. I thought, I believe what I already said now to put fear in me. Mm -hmm. And so I said, no, God. I said, I believe you. I said, I, said, I, I know I'm, I'm healed. I know what I saw, but I know I'm healed. Went back. She, so she did the left side again, everything. Then you also got to wait till you get a letter in the mail. Mm -hmm. All that. Still just confessing, thanking God, really, for what happened. Long story short, everything was fine. But this is the whole thing is that these are manifested times to where you have to 
declare in the glory. No one have to lay hands on you. And these are some of my own private experience. They don't have to get up and tell the whole church and this and that. But this is the time that I am really sharing this with you as well. And then the salvation of my husband, which is one of the, the biggest for me. Is a, first of all, he, <laughs> Jehovah Witness. And this man, told me he was never going to go to church. Truly, this didn't look like God. This can't be a God because he's going to have to go. That's where I hang out. <laughs> you know? And so when he said. Club, he, that's why I'm hanging out. Yeah. So when he said he was never going to go. Never. I said, wow. I said, that's crazy there. I that. But I had already saw that he was my husband. I already saw. And then with all the flaws and things that we, because we all have flaws. Yep. No, he, to me, he just had a big mouth. He's loud. <laughs> loud. I always say he's loud. He's loud. <laughs> now I'm and quiet. So, <laughs> and uh, just a few other things. So I'm like, God, I said, um. Really? So this. <laughs> Go ahead. You can talk about me later. <laughs> later. We won. <laughs> yeah, we won. You can feel what I'm feeling right now. Go ahead. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Go ahead. I know. I got a sharp tongue sometimes. Right. Okay. I'm built for that. I'm equipped for that. Thank tongue. you. So, um, as a, what I was believing God for, I had to actually see. And it kept me in a place of travailing. Uh, it was not only just for my husband, but for the call that God obviously had on our life. You know, someone that, and it's, it's always with the men. It's always. Just like for James. James, I'm sorry. You, James can take it. He can take it. <laughs> Pastor James, he can, he can take it. Is that when it comes to men, they, they take a while getting there. But True. when they get there, hey. they there. That's right. That's right, Jay. That's right. That's right. But when we get there, hey we there. there. Hey, there. Yes. It's, it's a beautiful. <laughs> Look at that. Look at it. I'm going to clap on that myself. I'm going with y'all women. I'm going with you because I, I had to get there. Y'all don't know my battle. Yeah. And when they get y'all there, don't know my they are there. And it's a... Uh, it's a beautiful Thank thing you because prayer. I was like, Lord God, I said, we like oil and water. We don't mix. You know, this, this, this not, how's this going to happen? And um, <laughs> with James and his background, too, I was like, whoa, uh -oh. Denise, you better go ahead, girl. Go ahead, James. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, saw, you just didn't see, you couldn't mm -mm. physically see that he'd be called Amen. To, to, to be a pastor and, and all what God has for him. Yeah. But uh, it's not what we see. It's what God has already called. Amen. And uh, Amen. whether even the man where you're at now, whether you see yourself there or not, God has called you, hey. Dave. And he's collated you out. And when God has collated and called you out, Amen. you have no choice but to do that. And the wife is just going to pray you there. He can pray you there hard. So it don't matter. It don't, it don't matter what's Amen. said in between. It don't matter the trials and the testing in between. This is just a journey. On the way to. Amen. Amen. And you, got to, you have to have a journey. Because right, you have now. to have a test. And you have to have an experience to qualify now to lead the people of God. Ain't Amen. 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 So keep praising star. Keep believing God. Amen. Because in the glory. And one of those times in the glory of your declaration. You should have what you have declared and hey. taken possession of. By the power God has mm. enabled in you. I mean, to fully have a house that's saturated with the presence of God, man of God, a king, the high priest of your home, declaring the future and direction of your house. 
and commanding peace in your home. I thank God for the man of God. I, I pray for their minds. I pray for their intellect spiritually. I thank you, Lord God, that now you are releasing your anointing upon the man of God, Father. I think that you continue to empower them, Father, from on high, Lord God. I think that you take them to a place that they've never been before. And you, Lord God, open up the windows of heaven, Father, and allow them to see, Father, what they have never seen or perceived before, Lord God. Give them the revelation of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Send forth the seven spirits of you, Father. Jesus. Your counsel, your might, Lord God. Your Glory wisdom, Father. God. Your mercy, Lord God. Send it forth, Father. We think even now that the men of God shall have an a impartation, Father, experiencing your manifested glory upon their lives. I thank you, Lord God, for the abundance of wisdom and insight, Father, to lead their family, but most of all, Lord God, to lead your people in the kingdom of God. Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that they're being strengthened, Father, in their, in their physical body. Also, Lord God, in their minds, Father, I think that no danger, no harm or incident will come near them, Father. I think the attacks of the enemy, Father, they've already been destroyed, Father, eradicated in the name of Jesus. I come against every demonic spirit that will try to intervene, Father, and intercept, Lord God, the anointing that you have placed on the man of God. I thank you for their lives, Father. I thank you for the calling, Lord God. I thank you for the ministry, Father. I stand, Father, as an intercessor, Lord God, for the calling upon their lives, Father. Oh, we glorify you, Father. We praise you, Lord God. And we declare and we declare and we take by possession, Father, the things that you have for the man of God, for the pastor, Father, for the people of God in his life, Father. Strengthen him, Father, for the walk and this journey, Father, that he may even see himself alone at this time, Father. But this is a place of exile so he can hear from you, Lord God. Open up heaven, portals of heaven, Father like a window father and pour into him lord god your vision for his life your vision for his life for his ministry for his family lord god i think lord god there'll be newfound honor and respect upon this man's life because Hallelujah. of his dedication and his obedience to your word lord god yeah. many will have to come to him and ask what should they do the ones that even so-called giving him a word i thank you lord I praise Hallelujah. you, Father. We Hallelujah. exalt you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We think that there's no one, Lord God, that's above you. We praise you. You are our shalom. You are our peace, Father. We thank you for your visitation. Hallelujah. We declare, Lord Hallelujah. God, that you reign. And we see you on your throne, executing heavenly administration tasks of our king. We see you. Father, speaking victory in our lives. We see you from the mercy seat, Lord God, declaring our future before the end. At the beginning, you declaring it now, Lord God, of where we should be and where we should go. Who should be our friend and who is our foe, Lord God? Open our eyes to see what you see. Open our heart to be responded only to the word of God. We silence every voice, every whisper of the enemy. We anoint the ears of God's people to hear from heaven and their eyes to see. And for them to say, and I looked and I heard. 
the Son of Man speaking as a trumpet blast that was so compelling, so powerful, so authoritative, so victorious. And I saw and I heard and I spoke what I heard and I told the people what I saw and what I heard. The voice was as many waters and thunderings and lightning came from the throne of the mercy seat. I thank you, Lord God, for the purification of your people. The burning fire that is in our heart. I allow it to consume us, Lord God. Take us to a place back in you. A place of total submission and surrender. So we can only see you and fulfilling only your will. We give you praise, Father, and we give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah. And we give you place in our life to rule and reign from the throne of our hearts. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Word of God talks about, I leave you with this. There were many witnesses have gone on and died before you, and they died in faith that you would fulfill mm. the kingdom assignment that we saw afar off. Mm. We died in that, what we saw afar off, seeing that you would fulfill it. And they said that we are rooting you on, that we await for you even in our death. Mm. Which God says, I see my saints in their death as something victorious. They said there's a many cloud of witness has went on before us and they have died in faith waiting on you to fulfill mm. what they saw far off. Yeah. And what they saw far off was James, you mm. adhering to the call of God for your life, mm. the assignment from God, Jesus. divine influence from God himself and not man. Mm, mm, mm. Divine influence. Hearing from me. Mm. He said, now you heard from everybody else. Jesus. It's great even to hear from my spouse. I love my husband dearly. Mm. But God said, I want to speak to you like I did Moses. Right. I want to speak to you mm. mouth to mouth. Mm. Amen. Amen great cloud of witnesses waiting on us to fulfill Amen. what they saw afar off. We have to discern the weight when it's hovering over us. He said he is like a, a hand or chick over bags that's brewing, mm -hmm. making certain no harm comes in, making certain that they live and thrive. This is what God does with us. He's hovering over us. 
so that you fulfill your call in the earth. Amen. That's so good. There's no work that's inside of you that you can do to fulfill that call. He said, my anointing that I placed in you will bring you to that place. But my anointing, my kabod, my glory hovers over you. To put you in a process of being developed now to be called out, to go out. Good God. Have to be perfected. We have to grow. Amen. Have to grow in love. We have to hear from him. We have to hear from him. No longer our friends. No longer men. Paul said, what I've learned, no man has taught me. I went off by myself in the Holy Spirit. He hadn't met Jesus. But the Holy Spirit came upon him. Yes. And taught him things. He said, I desire to do that with you. So you don't have to reason. You don't have to try to figure it out. The glory can't be defined. It has to be experienced. We're trying to define so many things about, about God. He can't be defined. He can only be experienced. Experience the glory. And you experience the glory... By responding to him. Respond to the kabod. Respond to the weight. Mm, mm. Respond to the weight of his love. Mm, amen. Jesus. He come in the volume of the book which is love. <laughs> and the word became flesh. And the word became love. <laughs> Form and flesh. The glory. A revealed period in time. The wilderness is not always open. But when it is. Declare. Take possession of. Authority of. What's already yours. Amen. Bring it forth. Amen. Amen. Stay in the glory.